0: You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure you head to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get 20% off of your next order of some awesome chocolate-covered protein bars that will hype up your day. And enjoy today's episode. What's going on everybody and welcome back to Locked On Pirates. I hope you guys are all having a fabulous Monday, February 22nd. We are one week away. This Sunday from spring training when the Pittsburgh Pirates take on the Baltimore Orioles. I am your host, Ethan Smith, who always does the most. And uh, today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about Ben Charrington and his moves that he made in 2012 and 2013 that propelled the Boston Red Sox to the World Series in that same season that Neil Huntington won Executive of the Year. But how can Charrington bring some of the elements of that rebuild in Boston to the rebuild in Pittsburgh and get the Pirates back into postseason play? Well, we're going to start by kind of just overviewing what Charrington did to get the uh, Boston Red Sox back to the postseason in 2013. Um, First off, John Farrell became the manager. A new manager came in replacing Bobby Valentine as Boston's manager in October of 2012. So, already there's one similarity with the Pirates firing Clint Hurdle and bringing in Derek Shelton pretty much right around when Ben Sherrington came onto the scene in Pittsburgh last year. And, keep in mind that the Boston Red Sox shipped Adrian Gonzalez, Carl Crawford, and Josh Beckett to Los Angeles in August of 2012, to create payroll flexibility. And with that payroll flexibility, which is something that let's be honest, the Pirates have the second lowest payroll in baseball right now behind the Cleveland or ahead of the Cleveland Indians and behind 28 other teams, he was able to build basically around three guys in Boston that year, obviously Big Poppy, David Ortiz, future Hall of Famer, Dustin Pedroia who recently retired. And John Lester. That was kind of his big three that he had in Boston that year, and if you kind of wanted to create a big three of your own in that department in Pittsburgh right now, I would say that big three is probably Key Brian Hayes, Mitch Keller, and probably a player to be named later, just depending on who has a really good minor league season. Now, before I keep moving on, I am going to say this does not mean the Pirates are winning the World Series in 2020. They're going to be a pretty bad team. I'm just kind of comparing the moves that Ben Charrington made back in those times. He was in Boston to get the Boston Red Sox to a World Series and comparing the two to see where the Pirates currently stand. So you have to like keep in mind that Charrington did pretty well with the money that was given to him in Boston, which is a bigger market. It's a bigger payroll team. Um, you have to look at the additions he made in the 2012 offseason. I mean, he added Shane Victorino, Koji Uehara, Johnny Gomes, Ryan Dempster, Steven Drew, David Ross, and Mike Napoli for about $100 million, which is kind of nuts when you put into the fact that he signed all those guys and all of those guys were very key components of the Boston Red Sox winning the World Series that year. Um... He also signed Mike Karp from waivers. We all remember he was a very good pitcher in Boston that year. And even made a nice move at the trade deadline as well, getting Jake Peavy from the Chicago White Sox. He ended up being big for them in the playoffs and down the stretch. And realistically, it was kind of interesting what the pits or what Charrington was doing because, I mean... You realistically looked at that team in 2013, and it was a good team. Like, it won the World Series. But before that season started, there really wasn't a lot of optimism that the Boston Red Sox are going to win the World Series that year. And it's kind of nuts because he said back With ESPN in 2013, we've been very well prepared, and that shows up in a lot of ways. We'll make a play because a guy is in the right spot, or make a pitch because a catcher did his homework, or steal a base because we found a situation that works. And I'm not sure I can remember a game when we didn't play for all 27 outs. Every team kind of says that, but I think we've actually done that. I'm proud of that. And a big component of what he was saying is he focuses on the little things in baseball rather than trying to look at flashy components. And he's kind of already, again, revitalized this Pittsburgh Pirates team in his own way. Because, I mean, you look at the three moves that he made this offseason, and he basically unloaded Josh Bell, Joe Musgrove, and Jamison Tyone for what was realistically a really good haul. I mean, you look at the guys that he obtained in those trades and you look at the farm system now and everything just set itself into place in terms of this has been Sherrington's rebuild now. Like it just is. And I mean, he already had pieces in place like he, Brian Hayes on Neil Cruz, Nick Gonzalez, Quinn Priester But then, I mean, he's added guys like Alexander Mojica and Calvin, or uh, not Calvin Mitchell, Kanan Smith, Carmen Majinski, Rodolfo Castro, Will Crow, Eddie Yeen, uh, Luis Oviedo, um, Jose Soriano. The list goes down and down. Miguel Yajure. Um Andy Rodriguez. So he's already cemented himself as what's going on in terms of how he's doing this rebuild. And it's crazy because you have to look into the idea now that he can also pick and choose what's going to happen. There's a lot of pitching in Pittsburgh, and there was a lot of pitching in Boston. And Again, you have to keep in mind that this rebuild is going to take a second. And that's one thing that I think people kind of underestimate. And yes, the Pirates have been bad since 2015. It's just not been good. I mean, the Chris Archer trade is a big component of that. But or, I mean Ben Charrington's trades all so far have been really good. He got a good, decent haul back from Joe Musgrove. He got a lot more than I expected him to get from Jamison Talion in the Yankees trade. He ended up getting Eddie Eean and Will Crow from the Washington Nationals. Who those? I mean, Will Crow get probably get some uh, time this year, and then Eddie Eean's a project down the road. And it's pretty great what when you take into account that Ben Charrington already has a history of rebuilding the team, and like of rebuilding a team. Sorry, and. It's also, again, nuts because he took a team that nobody expected to go to the World Series and won the World Series in a year where the Pittsburgh Pirates were virtually a game away against the St. Louis Cardinals from being in the NLCS. And they could have – I really think if they would have beat the Cardinals in that series, they would have went to the World Series because the Cardinals ended up doing so. And they were up 2-1 on that Cardinals team before Michael Wacha just went off in the game that he did, and then Adam Wainwright shut things down in Game 5. But Ben Charrington, I think, knows what he's doing because he's done it before. And Derek Shelton, I'm going to be honest, is a really good manager. We had Anthony Alford on the podcast last week. Go check that out. It was a really fun interview with him. And he's already said Derek Shelton is a really cool guy. He's a very players-oriented guy. And I think Ben Charrington, not this year, but even maybe as soon as next year, if he sees some like prospects start growing, you could see him make some signings. And I'm not going to lie to you either. The signings he's made this offseason in terms of Sh- uh Sharif, Todd Frazier recently, Wilmer Defoe, and Tyler Anderson, those are not bad signings for a team that's going to probably win 60 or 70 games because Frazier, Todd Frazier is going to really teach Key Brian Hayes, a lot of things, and is a good backup for Colin Moran at first base. Wilmer Defoe can teach Cole Tucker, O'Neal Cruz, Eric Gonzalez, and, I mean, even Nick Gonzalez if he gets sent down to AAA, a lot of things. Tyler Anderson's going to be a veteran for a young pitching core that's going imp- to like include Mitch Keller, Steven Brault, and Chad Cool, and then probably a mix of JT Brubaker, Miguel Yahure, Will Crow, or somebody like that. So, Charrington, to me, so far has not made a bad move. And also, don't forget, he got a top international prospect in Shaylen Polanco. He's been making moves that have been stellar so far, I would say. And, again, it's not going to be reflected in 2021, but it's going to be reflected down the road. But going back to what he did in Boston, he just built a team that was well-rounded. There was, like, David Ortiz, Dustin Pedroia, those were the two guys on that team that were superstars. Everybody else was very good role players that did what they needed to do, were on the right spots of the field, and did everything that they needed to do. And Ben Charrington could bet on them, just like you should go to BetOnline.ag. There's only one place that has you covered and only one place we trust here at the Locked On Sports Network, and that is BetOnline.ag. Create your free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get your 50% welcome bonus from Locked or uh, BetOnline.ag and let them know that Locked On Sports sent you. Built Bar, again, is a sponsor of today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N once again in all caps, and you'll get 20% off of your next order when you go to builtbar.com. And when we come back from the break, we are going to go into what Ben Charrington could be doing this season and maybe even next season in terms of who he could be going after and what kind of team he is building in Pittsburgh and we will be right back. And welcome back to Locked On Pirates, everybody. I am your host, Ethan Smith, who does the most. And as I said before the break, we will be talking about what Ben Sherrington could be doing in terms of what he's going to be doing moving forward for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But what what's going on today in the world of sports we're covering everything you need to know about the Pittsburgh Pirates, but what about other sports? Now, the Locked On Sports Podcast Network has you covered with their as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need in the morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, all kinds of good stuff. You can find it anywhere. But going back into. Ben Charrington in the future. So, Ben Charrington had a video conference call with reporters. I believe this was yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. And he said on Sunday that the Pirates rebuild does not need to be painstakingly long and difficult. And this is from Trib Live and a bunch of other like media outlets in Pittsburgh. And he said that the vast majority of recent playoff teams became contenders pretty much the same way. Rewind two, three, four years, and there's some common thing happening in advance of those playoff seasons. Charrington broke it down into three areas. Accumulating and developing talent, something that he's already done, accumulating talent. Now it's the process of developing that talent, especially with new farm directors and new managers and new players and all that kind of stuff. Adding to the major league product when appropriate through trading. So he has not done that yet, but I'm assuming he doesn't deem it appropriate right now. But he did add again some MLB players in the offseason, again, Todd Frazier, Shoshon Chevre, and Tyler Anderson, and Wilmer Defoe. And again, he goes into it more even recently with the 2020 World Series. When you watch the 2020 World Series, you look at how deep the Dodgers and Tampa, Ray, uh, Tampa Bay Rays are, how many really good players there were on both sides. It's the last guy on the bench getting a pinch hit at bat, the 17th pitcher coming in in a critical situation. And again, for Charrington, he knows that this is going to take a second. And he's. Ho- and I, I mean, I think he's going to get the time to do it. I just hope that Bob Nutting and the Pirates organization gives him the time to do it. But... For how the 2021 season looks, and I'm just going over some stuff as I watch this as well when he talked to the reporters, but I am taking some of the quotes from Trib Live that were said to, like he said to these reporters. And it's incredibly important to us, Charrington said, on how the 2021 season evolves. The last is um, probably a simple way to think about it. We have to build a really, really deep base of talent. We think we've done some work in the last year that puts us in a stronger t- position to win long-term. So he's saying that, yes, the MLB talent that you have now, so Brian Reynolds, Eric Gonzalez, Kevin Newman, even Adam Frazier still there. Key Brian Hayes is now an MLB talent. Colin Moran, Gregory Polanco just need to be better. And for the most part, you have to assume that some of those guys are going to play better than they did in 2020 because they're going to have more than 60 games to figure it out. Like, Brian Reynolds is probably going to be back to his very well-hitting ways, and he's going to be probably playing left field, Polanco playing right, and then a mix of Anthony Alford and Brian Goodwin playing in center. So you have to really look at it in a certain way of, yes, most Pirates fans know that the 2020 2020 season was definitely a throwaway. The 2021 season... I wouldn't consider a throwaway. Yeah, you're not gonna make the playoffs, you're not gonna compete, but you're gonna see individual players like a key Brian Hayes, like a Quinn Priester, like a Nick Gonzalez improve in their areas wherever they are, like double A, triple A, or the major league level, and that's only going to help you down the road. So for Charrington, again, 2021, especially this year has to be, again, an evaluation year of who is he building around, which kind of does suck. Like, we really wish 2020 would have been a super long year, like a regular year for, like, lots of intents and purposes. But when you really get into the brass tacks of it, Charrington knows that he has talent in his farm system now. He knows that he has some talent on the major league level, not a lot, like he has Mitch Keller, Key, Brian Hayes, Colin Moran, Brian Reynolds, after that, you might be playing for your job, like, realistically. Like, if your guys like Gregory Polanco, Brian Goodwin, Kevin Newman, even Cole Tucker, like we've talked about on the podcast before at age 25, could be in a make-or-break year just because of the amount of pure talent that is now in the farm system because of acquisitions and trades that he's made and things that were already in place. And you keep in mind, too, that there are a lot of looming questions going into the spring training. Charrington, while he was talking to reporters, was also saying that we do believe that Neil Cruz will be a shortstop, so that kind of clears some things up. He also said that about Cole Tucker as well, but he did say he would be getting time in the outfield as well again. And the Todd Frazier pickup again, uh, provide a right handed backup at first and third base. And um, it's kind of interesting because most people have also said that the Adam Frazier trade could be happening as soon as this week, just because we see everybody going to Bradenton getting ready for spring training. And he's keeping the phone on for possible trades. There's nothing on the horizon right now. But he added, there are players who are here that I would expect teams have had and will continue to have interest in. So he said players. That could include guys like Adam Fraser, Richard Rodriguez, even Gregory Polanco if he gets that kind of warrant, Colin Moran, Brian Reynolds, guys like that. But going back to the overall thing here about... Comparing his rebuild in Boston to comparing his rebuild now. In Boston, yes, he had more money. But we also don't know what Bob Nutting is going to provide him when this team is finally ready to compete again. If they give him any sort of money and any sort of leeway in terms of go trade for this guy, go trade for this piece, go get this final piece that we need to be a contender again, I'm honestly going to be honest with you here. I don't see Bob Nutting... Going away from that. Like, yes, we give Bob Nutting a lot of flack, and he's not a great manager at all and really only cares about money and only cares about the revenue that gets put in his pocket most of the time. But one thing that I did see from him whenever Neil Huntington was in his heyday in 2013 through 2015, he gave him leeway to go trade for guys. Never forget getting Marlon Byrd. That was a big pickup. I mean, he got A.J. Burnett. Like, Garrett Cole was already there. He had some pieces around a pretty good core that was Andrew McCutcheon, Neil Walker, Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyone, Josh Harrison, Pedro Alvarez, um, Starling Marte, Francisco Liriano. He had pieces around him, which is why I think when you're looking at the two rebuilds, It's really going to hinder on the idea that do the guys that Ben Charrington thinks are going to pan out, pan out. But, I was on the Locked On MLB podcast with Sully, and we talked about this. There's a lot of ideas of when you're in baseball as a team like the Pirates, do you only trade for quality or quantity? I believe that trading for quantity is quality. Because, let's say you have three of these pitchers in the minors pan out, but then you don't exactly think that the other ones will, or you don't need them to, you can trade them for MLB-ready talent. Charrington has set this farm system up for two things. Guys to either stay with the Pittsburgh Pirates and help that team win, or be traded elsewhere for MLB-ready talent when it comes. So that's what I would expect from this rebuild, especially. And that's kind of what he did in Boston. He accumulated solid talent, developed it, traded some of it for other MLB-ready pieces that he needed to fill in voids, and they won a World Series. And that's all I have for you today. Ben Charrington's a great general manager, and he's going to bring the Pirates back to contention soon. I am your host, Ethan Smith. Make sure you follow us at LockedOnPirates on Twitter. We just surpassed 250 followers, but I want to get to 300 before the start of opening day in April. Also, check me out. My personal Twitter is at MVP underscore Ethan. It's kind of spelled a little weird. I have like uppercase letters and lowercase letters. But you guys have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you so much, and you guys have an awesome day. And check out the podcast from last week, and we will be back with you tomorrow.